0: Take your balloons to the next level as we delve deeper into what truly makes a professional balloon artist with your host, Zivi Kivi. Now, welcome to the Balloon Artist
1: Podcast.
0: Hello, 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 Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. This is Zivi Kivi and this is season five, Chapter Twelve. We only have one more episode, one more chapter after this one for the end of the season. Quite exciting. Um, today we will hear an interview with uh, the wonderful gentleman from the u k Rob Driscoll. Without further ado, here is the interview. But just in case you you know you 're driving and you 're getting there. Listen up for the end of the interview as well, once you can, because there is a way for you to win some merch, some swag from Rob Driscoll with his wonderful designs. So, uh, there will be yet another competition here in the Balloon Artist Podcast. And now, let's go right into the interview. Enjoy, and I will see you at the other end. Hello, 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 Balloon Artist Podcast Nation. I'm so excited to interview. Today, Rob Driscoll from the UK. Rob Driscoll is also known as the bowtie balloon guy in the UK. And you maybe have not heard about him. And uh, if you didn't, then you will be so happy that you are hearing about him today. And But there is a good chance, actually, that you not only know the guy, but you know his walk. Because Rob Driscoll is... Been, has been using challenges to create a name for himself and to to improve his art for quite a few years. And his challenges, his recent one, is something that I personally appreciate so much and have supported. You know, the, 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 with with sharing sharing his work because his his work is so good. You just have to share it. And his recent challenge is all about uh, endangered animals. So he just recreated in balloons. So many endangered uh, animals from A to Z, basically, for each letter. And he's a really nice guy. So let me, with, th- with that said, uh, let's go right into inter- the interview. Hello, Rob. How are you?
1: Hi there, I'm good, thanks. Thank you for getting me onto your podcast.
0: It's a really pleasure, and I'm uh, excited to meet with you. Uh, I love your work. How come you're so talented?
1: Oh, I'm not really. <laughs>
0: okay. Okay. So let's let's go back. Let's just we will reverse engineer this. Don't worry. We'll find all the steps on in in your in your journey. So let's go back. I mean, you're doing you've been doing balloons for quite some time, uh, maybe more than twenty years, right?
1: Twenty about twenty-five
0: years now. Yeah, twenty-five years, and, and like that's before the internet was invented. I think. Yeah. I think something yeah, like yeah. that. Like a yeah, lot of time. Yeah. A long time ago. And, and, but uh, you, you've been through quite a journey. Uh, can yeah. you tell us, uh, like you also, you do entertainment. You, you also, uh, you have yeah. a magic and balloon show these days. That's right, yeah. So yeah. tell so, us a little bit about it, about the journey.
1: So I, 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 I've been a, a magician. Uh, that is my prime, my prime uh, job, uh, is performing magic shows. Uh, I do children's shows but I do adult magic shows as well uh, usually with a uh, uh, I've got a colleague I perform with um, and we do a lot of mind reading stuff and things like that so the magic is my is my main my main thing and and the balloons is always been a kind of add-on or an extra thing for me uh, it's it's becoming more more of a, a main thing now but you know for for the past 25 years it has been a secondary item you know so
0: yeah yeah but but something changed tell us what what changed yeah. uh
1: well uh, f- for the I, I guess for about 15 18 years uh, uh, our, our, when i was do- first doing balloons i was very much uh you know a bag of mixed 260s and i would just make your, your your standard one balloon animals and it just got to a point where i was doing the challenges and not necessarily balloon challenges but I've, I've i've been into the challenges for a long time for for all sorts of things you know i've, I've still got non-balloon challenges go, going on in my life and just one day someone suggested i do a balloon challenge and that shot my my balloon art from from just your standard one balloon animals up to the
0: kind of where it is now you know Give me an example of like a challenge, of a challenge you did before the balloons.
1: So the first challenge I did was in, I started in 2009 and that was, uh, I just bought a brand new camera and I was always told that if you buy a new camera, you've got to use it every day. And so my, I decided to take a picture every day. In fact, it was a self-portrait and I took a self-portrait every day and published it onto onto flickr the proto showing website and eventually on facebook it was as well and it was just it, it sounds quite um uh, what's the word uh you know uh, quite a self thing yeah but it was it was simply to improve my my photography and i did that for a year and uh, and that was the first thing i ever did so so yeah
0: did it work? Did it, did it improve your, your ability to, oh, to be a, a better photographer?
1: Yeah, very much so. Yeah, very much so. I mean, it's, I've always been in photography, but that, that did improve my photography a, a, a lot. You get to learn a lot about your camera. You get to learn a lot about yourself and, and about lighting and, you know, and uh, uh, all about uh, just setting up scenes and things. But yeah, it is, it is a, a huge, a huge benefit to do something like that.
0: So tell us about the first challenge that you did with balloons.
1: So the first challenge uh, I did was because I, I was always into doing something every day, uh, a, a challenge which involved something every day. And uh, I'd already done the self-portrait every day, and then I did it was a a just a, a random photograph every day. I did that for about two years, and then I, one day someone just said to me, "said you should do a balloon a day," and I just didn't think about it. I thought, "Oh, that's a good idea." Just literally, it was. It, I, I didn't even give it any thought. I just, yeah, okay, I'll do that. And uh, and I started it on January the first, and it was a hard journey, uh, especially when you're not, you, you 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 haven't got the technical skills about balloons. All you're using is two sixties, and you know it, it. The first two months were were pretty difficult, but I'm amazed how much you learn in such a short amount of time. You know, it's a, the balloon community is such a sharing place that that my skills went from your basic balloon models up to quite advanced stuff quite soon, you know. So it's, it's quite good. And that was just a, basically a balloon every day for a year.
0: And that was your first challenge. Did, yeah. Did you get uh, any reactions from people from that challenge? Uh, so
1: before I started the challenge i didn't know anybody else in the balloon community i had a few local friends but within the first month or two i'd started to to meet other people and get to know other people and i started to attend balloon days and balloon jams and pretty soon i was able to to meet and people starting to realize what i was doing and it was it was quite a, a a speedy process to to get uh, quite known uh, to, for the challenge to get quite well known uh, very soon actually I, I'm not sure if people believed I could do it for a year it's one of those things that I think people were watching to see if I did and there are a few times where it would get to 11 p.m at night and I'd get messages from people saying have you done it yet have, have you you know have you forgotten I said no no I just haven't done it yet I just haven't posted it yet you know so so I knew people were watching which is quite quite unusual you know it's
0: are those people mostly balloon artists? Oh yeah, it's all balloon artists
1: who were watching. I mean, I I did have other people watching as well, uh, but it was mainly balloon artists who were who because I would share them in in balloon forums and and in uh, and in on Facebook with other balloon people would see them. You know, so so uh, it was mainly balloon people who did see them.
0: Was the balloons that you make every day were they all stuff that are, you know, uh new stuff original stuff or also recreations
1: no no i i did a mixture of stuff so for the first few months i probably made things which in fact for the first month i think i i made things which were from my repertoire uh and then obviously at the end of january i was starting to run out of of designs you know there's only so much you can do with the 260 and uh and I started to think I've, I've, I've got to start to come up with stuff. And I think it, it was about halfway through February where someone, someone uh, I think, suggested, "Oh, you know, try looking here and try going there." And and uh, and I was pointed in a few directions. And uh, I started to to do a few more. I, I would I would I would look around the internet and see a few more different and try and recreate other people's work. And and then and then I'll try and Come up with my own designs, and you know, so it, it was all a, a bit of a, a mishmash of different uh, things, really.
0: And uh, so you weren't basically you weren't afraid of you know uh, doing stuff that are um, not unique. You were building no. your skills and winging for it. Me,
1: yeah, for me, it was all it's all about a journey. Uh, you know, for me, it's all about a a, a learning f- for me because. Because although I hadn't started it out to be, to, to learn so much, it, it pretty soon became clear that, 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 that I was learning a lot. And, and I mean, there were days I posted pictures and I look back at it and I just think how awful they are. But, hmm. but, then, but then it's, I've learned as much from the bad ones as I do from the good ones. You know, it's, I think everybody learns from their, their mistakes and their and the, the not so good uh, creations as they do from. The good ones, don't they?
0: Yeah, how did you feel after that first year? Uh,
1: amazing mostly. I was quite lucky that it was picked up by a few newspapers, um, who found it online. I think someone had pointed it, pointed the newspapers in my direction, and I was quite lucky. So, in the first week of January, when I just after I'd finished the challenge, it was all it had been featured all over the country, the newspapers, and I was. On a really big high, you know, I was so high. I was like, uh, yeah, my um, I remember my, uh, my Facebook page suddenly shot up in likes and things, and uh, and it, it's just such a such a happy feeling, you know. is That suddenly, I've I've finished, and I was relieved it's finished because yeah. it's hard work doing one a day. But then on the other hand, it's like, oh, it's a shame that it's come to an end. I could have carried on, but I I did need a break, you know. Uh, yeah, it was it was an amazing feeling really.
0: And uh, did you see any change during that year in terms of uh, bookings?
1: Uh, I definitely uh, started to get more bookings for just the balloon work. So, um, and and I I occasionally got uh, a few uh, orders for balloons as well. For um specific balloons from local people or you know so so it's not something i've ever, I've ever pursued is making items to to sell for for parties and things, but you know a few came in and yeah so i I know that it worked it wasn't my goal to to use that for for uh marketing say but it it did it did actually you know do me quite well really
0: who do you think would should do a balloon challenge like that?
1: Uh um well I mean it's not easy, Blue Change. You have to be committed to it. Um, it's difficult because if you've got a job and a family and you've got a life going on, then it's then it's hard work, isn't it? I mean I'm in the the lucky position where where I most of my work is at weekends, unless it's Christmas or 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 summer holidays, but the bulk of my work is weekends. So therefore, I've got time in the week to, to make things and have a play around and, you know, so um, I think, I mean, it benefits everybody. I I know quite a few people who've gone on to do it themselves and they, they all benefit from it. I know someone who's now on to second or third year doing it, which is just crazy. Uh, so I, anybody who wants to improve their skills dramatically In a short amount of time they will benefit from it and and that's i think that's one of the main things is it's just you learn so much in just a short amount of time
0: do you do do them seven days a week
1: yeah every every i I got many people saying oh put those booms down it's like and i'm like it's 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 11 o'clock at night i haven't done it yet and there's me squeaking away make trying to make something so yeah once every day i made a different thing and uh, it, it, it's hard work, and some days you just think I can't be bothered today. But you know, it, it's.
0: Were you ever yeah. sick? Just uh, sick, like, you know, just the flu or something. I don't know.
1: No, I don't think I was that year. I think I mean I, I, I had colds and things, but I wasn't major sick. So yeah, I was lucky. Yeah, um, I think I'm quite lucky in the fact that I'm not ill that often.
0: Hmm. Uh, finger, touch wood, fingers crossed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um wow so that was the first journey very interesting and would you do it again
1: it has crossed my mind a few times and i know it would be very different i mean it it would be really different i i i see other people doing it and i and i i often think oh should i should i have another go but i think the trouble is I've kind of moved on, and may, maybe in a few years' time. And I, I've just got so many other ideas I want to try and play around with. You know, it's, it's uh, my 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 brain is full of other little challenges I want to do. And and uh, uh, yeah.
0: What was the year that you did the
1: first balloon challenge? Uh, the first balloon, I think it was uh, 2013.
0: So let me just repeat that for for the listeners. What Rob did was make a decision back in January. 1st of January 2013 to make 2013 a year that counts in his balloon journey and that he wanted to be you know a balloon boss and learn all the techniques and challenge himself force himself in a way to do that and a year later you know his confidence improved his, his, his skills became awesome and and even, you know, people started to book you directly for balloons because of the name that you created for yourself. And I see you nodding with agreement through, through our call. So, but then you've decided to change the, the platform of your challenges in a way, to change yeah. the rules and to go yeah, to something, to do, some, to do something else. So tell me, tell me about your second challenge. The so is that second th- challenge. the movie yeah. one, right?
1: The movies, yeah, that's right. So I um, I spent a long time thinking about this. So I finished, I finished in two thousand fourteen. I, I, I decided to have a, a year off of the cha- you know, the challenges. I was I was still doing a non a non balloon challenge, uh, which was I, I, I like to climb mountains, um, and uh, so I, that ca- that carries on in the background anyway, and. Uh, I, I, for for the year, I decided to spend spend the the time thinking what my next challenge would be. And I've always been a huge fan of movies. Uh, And uh, my my partner is a big fan of movies as well. And I just slowly brewed, I just thought it would be nice if I did something movie based. And I decided that once a week, I would recreate a movie poster or scene. For, you know, and publish that every week. Um, and I, I started it early, actually, because someone suggested that uh, I was chatting to, to someone about it, and and they said that word had gotten out that I may be doing something, and they said you should start now. So that's what I did. I started in November. It was about two two months early, and uh, I decided to do that for a year. Um, and but that was just once a week this time, just because when you're doing it once a day. There's only so much you can do there's only so much time you can spend on on a on a sculpture if you're doing it every day whereas a week at least I can put by a couple of hours a week to think about it and spend time on on a um on a design and sculpture and 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 that way you you i I was much more happier with the the designs I came up with if you see what I mean
0: yeah and those designs uh, are also with a very clear story because yeah. Your, this is now uh, the balloon art corresponds with other types of arts like the animation arts, you know, movies art is, is an art form, and uh, creating you know the balloons not just as as specific sculptures but also yeah. as 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 a scene, it's recreating yeah. a scene and Absolutely. putting putting the emotions inside, putting the actual action yeah. even uh, there was now. A lot of challenges also, not just on the creative level, but also on the logistics. Yeah. Like some of those pictures, what, how did you make it? Is it like a green screen? Well, you...
1: I think I'm quite well known in the fact that
0: everything I do is Photoshopped. So
1: it doesn't matter what, what I make, it all goes through Photoshop regardless. Because for me, it's not necessarily about the balloon sculpture. It's, it's about the art. So the final product is the photograph, rather than the sculpture. So the Photoshop is as much a part of the art as as the balloon sculpture is, if that makes sense. Um, so everything goes through Photoshop. So everything I I make is photographed on a white background, and then I will process it through Photoshop, and and, and I'll do the backgrounds. And, and I know some people aren't aren't so sh- uh, sure, and they, always, they they always wonder if I should put them on backgrounds or move things around but but for me that's part of it because I'm a photographer that's that's uh, all all part of the what what I get from it that makes sense how did you learn photoshop uh i taught myself i uh, i sat there with photoshop and and i played with it for i mean i've been, i've been using photoshop in one form or another since i was 16 so it's, it's always been a part of my life what about glue dots glue dots uh, i I tend to avoid them to be honest with you. Um, th- there have been times where I've wanted just, if if I need something to stick, stick to a to a vertical point and, and it's in the wrong place, then I'll, I may I may stick it up. But I tend, to, what I tend to do usually, if if I need two items to be in a certain place, then I will photograph them individually, then put them together in Photoshop. If that makes sense.
0: So so. So the designs that we see, some of them were, were just not connected originally? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, And, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy to admit that that many of my pictures are not what they seem. I mean, there, there's one I did, which is of the Triffids. And it's me in my garden and I'm surrounded by 10 Triffid plants. And yet I only made the one. There's, there's no point me yeah. making 10 of them, you know. I just made one and positioned it around the garden simply because it's, for me, it's the easiest option and it gives me the best result.
0: Cool. And, and that's very interesting. So you, you, you did the the pictures for the movie challenge. Yeah. How was that received?
1: Yeah, that was uh, very good. Again, it was picked up by newspapers uh, at the end, which, which is amazing. This time, because I had I'd already had contacts from the last challenge, I I decided to make it happen and I, I pushed I pushed the story in their direction and they, they thankfully picked up on it and you know, um, I decided to, to, to make it work for me this time really. So and it was good it was just before Christmas that I finished it. So it was great because it's a great thing to have over Christmas. And they all used it in their, in, all the newspapers used it in their Christmas editions and things, which is quite nice, really. Uh,
0: what do you mean, used it like a, as, a, as a part of yeah. the uh, stories?
1: Yeah, a lot, a lot of the newspapers uh, replied with, oh, it'd be great to have a nice happy story over Christmas instead of all, all the doom and gloom, which some of them have. You know, they, they always like to put a happy story in somewhere, and so that's why a lot of them picked up on it.
0: Cool. And do you think, uh, like, did you notice any change in terms of your marketing uh, because of the movie challenge?
1: Yeah, I I, I think I, I did notice something um, interesting actually it was at the end of my my year of balloons, uh, uh, my first year of balloons I did and I was asked by, uh, it was the makers of Where's Wally or in, in America it's Where's Waldo uh they contacted me and said would i make a where's wally and so i I thought yeah why not you know it's an interesting design i made i made this little character and they i sent it to them and they put it on their their uh website and on their facebook page and my my uh visits to my website went through the roof and i I suddenly realized it it, it, it's almost it's what's happened is it's a group of people who are not into Blooms, who are into Where's Wally, have now become part of the Bloom world. You're, you're joining the two different aspects together, if that makes sense. You're joining the Bloom world and the Where's Wally world together. And so one of my reasons for doing the movies was because I wanted to, to get the fans of the movie Gremlins into the Bloom world. And, and each week I would have a different movie genre and a different movie. And, and so I was able to pull in different fans for movies into to see my pictures and, you know, introduce them into the Bloom world almost. And I did notice that quite a lot of times, depending on the film, I would get different traffic into my website and I would notice more visitors with some films and less with other Disney ones always got me a lot more traffic, you know, so it was quite, quite nice to, to see really.
0: This is very interesting because it also gave you a, uh some, some data about yeah. what what is beneficial for you. So Absolutely. so you could challenge yourself a bit towards the direction of, of movies that are more beneficial for you. Absolutely, and, yes. And, and uh, like in case some of the listeners are, are thinking about it, definitely if Google sees that you have more traffic to your website, then that can actually help a lot with uh, also giving your site traffic from people that are looking just for a balloon artist. Yeah. Um, so I, do, did you feel any change in terms of, of bookings as well?
1: Yeah. I mean, my bookings have changed a lot over the past, uh, uh year or, or, or over that year, because I, I definitely get booked a lot more for uh, the bloom work and a lot more for, for that type of thing. Uh, and I would, I also included balloons in my shows a lot more, and so and pe- the, the reactions I got from that were, were really good as well. You know, so um, yeah, it, it, I, I think everything's getting more balloonly, uh, more, more balloony as as that, that journey went on. If you talk me,
0: yeah. So why did you start your third challenge, the 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 endangered endangered species challenge?
1: Well, well, that was uh, it. Was another uh, similar to the Where's Wally situation. I, I wanted to draw in an, an, another another group of, of people, if you me. and the in, the environment is a very a very is, is on everybody's mind at the moment. You know, it's it's we're in a we're in a world at the moment where where the environment is one of the major topics in the news every day and things. And it, it and I, I like animals and and I, I'm always watching the nature programs. And I just figured it it would be a nice thing to do. And and before I started it was just my intention to do an aid instead of of the, the animals endangered species uh, and then it was, I think it was about the day before I started I suddenly thought maybe I should I should tell the WWF about it the World Wildlife Fund and I I set up a fundraising page and they actually contacted me within an hour of me setting it up and said oh we're really interested in this and and it was great because they were able to to follow along and and they would occasionally push my pictures out there on their facebook page and so on so you know it was a yeah it was it was one of those ones which is again it was a a personal thing that i wanted to do but in the back of my mind i was pushing it in a certain direction with with getting it seen
0: as much as possible <sighs> this is very inspiring and encouraging because like seriously you are you are more than being a balloon artist, you're an artist period you well, create to say. and that's that's definitely what I see in you uh, You think about the art, you care about the viewer of the art, the consumer of the art, you want it to reach a lot of people uh, you keep the details to 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 like the best of the best of the details the the pictures are just wonderful and um you could i mean people can feel your passion they can feel your 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 taste for details and i you you also incorporate everything into a big story with either the animals or the the the, the movies and i just i just love the fact that you look at uh, at your work and you plan it that way and I think it's it's great. Really like
1: crazy. Uh, uh,
0: really I, I just take my hat off. I knew I was I was excited about interviewing <laughs> you in advance because I knew you, you were good. But now oh, I'm think. just I'm just even more impressed about how 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 artistic you are in a good way, in like in, in a way that gets results. Because seriously, you can do art, art, You can do any art without thinking about the audience. And then I'm not sure, even sure if it's really art. But I believe I, I've been studying the, uh, art uh, in college as a, like my bachelor degrees in uh, in literature, uh, com- comparative literature. Uh, that's my background uh, on, on on art. And so, like I believe in the institution in the institution of art. And inside the institution of art there are boundary keepers that keeps the world of art safe from people Mm. that are doing art which is not really art. And Mm. it's a little bit uh a little bit depressing because some if you want to be an artist and and you don't get any audience, then it's frustrating. And we have a very different even postmodern uh, type of art balloon artists because our audiences are a lot of time those kids in, mm. in those events. But what you did was manage to take consumers of art from other spaces like consumers of photography or of, of pictures, you know, of, 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 of art like paintings and so on and, and of movies and made them into consumers of art. And even, you know, people that just share values. And I think this is the way to go for for the listeners. And, and I'm, I'm sure that, you know, whatever you do next, it will be just ex- as exciting because you grow so much as an artist. I think that, you know, 10 years from now, you will go back and you will think that, that the the story on the current challenges has been even not as evolved as what you will do maybe you know your future work because you keep pushing yourself with every challenge. So okay, well,
1: that's very kind of you to say. Zivi. It's a it's a yeah. It's very kind of you. <laughs>
0: um, but uh, I I do want to also talk with you about your um. Your, your business because you have yeah. a very different way of marketing yourself on top on top of of challenges and yeah. b- before we go into that I just want to mention uh, you know I, I've talked with you before the interview and you were generous enough to agree that uh, two people from the audience from Balloon Artist Podcast Nation will be able to um, win some merchandise with uh, like a picture of one of the, of the designs that you make. And because you do sell merchandise these days uh, as well, because th- there is a demand for it and they're that good. Um, so just wanted before, we, we will mention it at the end of the interview, but just wanted yeah. to use this as a segue to say thank you for, for, you know, making us happy with your merchandise. So thank you. Oh, my pleasure. So now, uh, let's talk about your business. You, you don't do your marketing by yourself, don't you? No, I don't. No, I, I, I do do my marketing.
1: However, I, I do have a, have a helper as well, really. Um, and it's always been the same way with me. And the fact that I have an agent.
0: And, uh, and that's basically, that's Nikki.
1: That is, her name is Nikki. Nikki and Roy is her husband. And, uh, she has been my agent for, uh, I would say, about 20 years. And I would not have it any other way.
0: What, does she d- do anything else except for being your agent? Yeah, yeah.
1: She is also a magician herself, and so is her husband. Uh, she is an amazing magician. She's, she was one of the first uh, magicians to be a member of the, the, the Magic Circle in London. One of the first females uh, in the Magic Circle in London. Uh, she was. She was. She joined at the same time uh, as Debbie McGee and several other uh, well-known lady magicians. So
0: yeah. In, in a way, you're competing against each other.
1: Yeah. However, we are very different. Uh, so so we are competing with each other, but we are, our acts are very different. We do different different types of show, uh, and and we make sure that. We, we always make sure we are like that because if we end up being the same then then it, there's no point
0: yeah so you have an agent and she nikki and her husband they book you to do all sorts of shows birthdays yeah. adult yeah. shows even twisting gigs balloons, sh- yes
1: balloon gigs. Yeah.
0: they do that's amazing and, and that's like for 25 like for, for forever basically yeah.
1: It's been about 20 years I've been 20 years. Doing, doing it th- through Nikki. So yes, it's just it's the way I like it. It's one of those things, you
0: know. So like if I uh, meet you in the street uh, in, in the UK and yep. I talk with you and you tell me, you show me maybe a picture and then I say, oh my God, I saw that already. I've heard about it. You're Rob Driscoll. Oh my God, I want to book me. Basically, you're going to tell me, Oh, call Nikki then.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, on my cards and all my advertising has Nikki's phone number on it. And I, I, I rarely talk prices with, with customers in, you know, it, when I meet them. I will simply ask them to phone the number and, and they will talk to my agent and they will do the work for me. I mean, I, I will actually push myself and yeah, advertise myself to them and, uh, and you know, get them to want to book me. But all, 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 all the, the rest of the work is done by by Nikki and Roy.
0: Will she also do stuff like uh, you know cold calls, uh, finding leads by herself?
1: She yeah she does she uh, she she's very good at they do their own mail shots and they will go out and find work for me so and, and that's something they've always done you know they've always been on 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 the ball with things like that.
0: Do you, you know, have to ask her what, she, what, did, what is she doing for, for getting more shows? Do you need to, like, be in charge of it? Or it's more like uh, she knows her work and you can... She, she, she knows her
1: job really well. And it's, I mean, she's been doing doing this longer than I've been performing. So it's, it's she knows so much better than I do how, how that works.
0: Does she work with other magicians or entertainers as well?
1: Uh, She has done. Uh, I mean, there's, there's not. She's, she's. uh, There's three of us who are the main, the main entertainers, uh, and then others will, will uh, do work for her as, as it goes. You know, Uh, it all depends on, on what jobs are coming in, really.
0: Wow, this is definitely unusual, and and I'm happy for you because you get uh, something that a lot of people don't enjoy doing. Yeah, uh, and you get it done for you. Um, I think the,
1: the the great thing is with with me and Nikki and Roy is that we're all such really good friends, and I think it's almost as if we're friends first, and then she's my agent second. If that makes sense, it's it's you know it's it's a. Uh, she's very we're very uh, good friends with each other
0: yeah so so like do you think that if she if if you didn't have nikki would you need to find another agent would you do that
1: i i don't i the the trouble is i have in the past had dealings with other agents and there's nobody quite like nikki and if nikki stopped I, i would i would probably go on my own because there there are no other agents as good as her. Uh, no. I'm making it sound like an angel here, right? <laughs> but she, you know, it, it, I think it's just the fact that I work so well with her, and and it, she knows she knows so much about me, and uh, and it's much more of a personal thing. Other agents, it it's, it can be quite cold, and and they don't know what they're selling, and and they don't know what they're getting. And, you know, sometimes I've had information from other agents many years ago and the contract comes through and it's three words. And you think, this isn't, I need more information about like the the birthday child's name and things. All you've got is magic show. And, you know, with with Nikki, they know what I need. They know what I want. They know what I do. They can push me to the customer the right way and they can put me to the right customers or, and so on. Yeah. I think without her, I would be lost.
0: That's really interesting. Uh, I I'm so happy for you. Uh, the, if the, if you find a way to duplicate or clone Nikki, uh, we need more Nikki's in, in our lives. And, we
1: uh, do. And Nikki is amazing.
0: <laughs> if Nikki has any ideas of how she managed to pull it off, then, you know, Maybe we need to talk with Nikki as well. This is uh, has been quite interesting to learn a little bit about you, Rob Driscoll. Um, I bet you already have some ideas for the next challenge.
1: I do indeed. It's starting very soon.
0: <laughs> when? When? We want to um, be, you know...
1: January. Uh, so it, it's going to be uh, once a week for the year 2018.
0: Interesting. And can you also reveal here exclusive on the balloon artist podcast <laughs> you put me in a corner now what am i gonna say it's like, <laughs> um
1: l- let me say this it's it's, it's going to be quite a global challenge and and i i don't think the sculptures are going to be as advanced as they have been in the past but then sometimes may, they might be uh but it, what I want to do is I, 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 I'm, I'm aiming to include the whole world in this, in this challenge. And then that's, that's a bit of a, a clue. So I don't want to say too much, but it's, it's going to involve the whole world.
0: The whole world, is that like with yeah. balloon artists from different places or no, no, no like no. different countries? Yeah, maybe,
1: maybe, yeah, maybe. Maybe, Along maybe, that,
0: maybe, maybe. Yeah. Maybe.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> that's cool. So I, I encourage you to l- keep us posted I about that. There is a Facebook group called Balloon Artist. And if you take the time to share with us your art there, we would appreciate it. I would love to. And we welcome you.
1: Thank you so much.
0: And, uh, and now for, for like the listeners, uh, I understand... You will be, uh, we will be picking two listeners. Yeah. That, and they will be able to get
1: what will they get? So, I have got uh, a calendar. It's my brand new calendar and it features all the endangered species, the A to Z of endangered species. Uh, so, I've got that one there. And I've also got uh, a mouse mat, which is from my last challenge, so the movie challenge. And it's a mouse mat featuring my lady in the tramp balloon.
0: Yeah, which is just wonderful, by the way. Thank uh, you. I think,
1: think that's my most famous picture at the moment, my, my most my most looked-at picture.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, I can understand that. Uh, so two really cute uh, items, the calendar and the mouse mat, both of them, whoever gets that, it will bring a lot of inspiration to your life. You will enjoy using it and you will enjoy looking at it. And it will be... Uh, you, you will feel joy so I hope so <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm really positive positive so the two people that will you, in order to to do that in order to uh, join the raffle you're going to need to choose which of the uh, 22 designs is that 22 on the APZ uh,
1: 26 26, 26 so it, yeah yeah yeah
0: so which of the designs of the A to Z uh, uh, of endangered species of your last challenge, which of those designs you like best? Uh, we will share a link for all of the designs on an email for our subscribers. And that email will be of the album on Facebook of all the designs. And when, once you choose which one you like best, all you need to do is, you know, go to the balloonartistpodcast.com website and under the show notes of this chapter, you just need to comment which one you like best. And that will uh, give you uh, entitlement to be in the competition of the raffles and two people will eventually after, um, how about two weeks, we'll give them two weeks. To that's good
1: enough. Yeah, that's fine.
0: To hear It'll about nice, it. it. Yeah. It'll be a nice
1: Christmas
0: present. So, so before, so this show will go live really soon. Uh, within okay. a day or two, we're doing this uh, on on Wednesday. My shows goes live on Fridays.
1: Oh, wonderful!
0: So this will be like your Christmas gift. In a way, I mean, shipping will take some more time and shipping is not included, let's be fair here. You'll only pay for shipping for two people, uh, but you'll get it, uh, you know, you will know this is your Christmas gift. And maybe, just maybe, you will want to challenge yourself as well after you get that or after you listen to this podcast. Um, Rob, I thank you so much. And I, I really think that this is uh, going to be, you know, a, a milestone that we will later look at in, well, your, in your journey.
1: Well, thank you very much. And thank you for allowing me to be on your podcast. It's, it's, been, a, it's been an honor.
0: Thank you. And see you next week, guys, on the Balloon Artist Podcast. I sure hope you've enjoyed this interview with Rob Driscoll. I think he's brilliant and this is very encouraging to see how he thinks in advance about the big story of his challenge and I'm looking forward to hearing in January what is his next challenge. There is a giveaway uh, in December and uh, you can also win uh, three years in Balloon Artist College. And that's a prize that we will give for two people. And the value of the prize is $1,800. The chall- All you need to do is go to the Balloon Artist Facebook group, uh, find the pinned post with the link for the giveaway, and sign up for free for the giveaway. And then you might be one of the lucky two persons that will win. Uh, There's already, you know, over 200 people in this competition, in these raffles, but some of them uh, have been able to get uh, multiple entries into the raffle by helping the Balloon Artist College grow and spreading the word. So see you inside the Balloon Artist Facebook group and see you next week on the last chapter of season five, where I will also announce the date and topic of the webinar, the end of season webinar, which will be basically a free webinar with a really cool uh, lecture uh, that will be valuable for you. Uh, I'm really looking forward to meeting with you face to face in the webinar. And thank you for listening, guys. See you next week on the Balloon Artist Podcast. Hello, 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 Balloon Artists, Podcast Nation. Vivi Kivi here, and this is Season 5, Chapter 12, The Tip Section. Lately, I've been using more and more of LEDs in my work. I'm talking about uh, those LED balls that you can find in AliExpress or in Amazon. Uh, It has uh, multiple names. Uh, Those LEDs, I just put them everywhere these days because I had... A situation with a producer that seen me use them and she was so excited she booked me for another gig and like everywhere i go now i i just get a lot more reactions from using them i i don't i'm not cheap with them so i use them like two for every kid one for every kid so really i create a lot of movement with them and of course only on events that are in a night time in the evening not on the daylight outside because then you can't really enjoy the light. Um, so my tip for you is if you d- use those uh, LEDs, you use them more, especially if you're like maybe going to a meeting with uh, an important customer or a producer. Uh, I've been also been using them inside bubbles like deco bubbles for decorations, and it's really interesting uh, as a concept and. Uh, if you want to buy LEDs, I have put a resource on the balloonartistpodcast.com website, and all you need to do is you now go there to balloonartistpodcast.com and find on the right side the balloon resources link, where you can also find information about where I buy my uh, headbands. Um, there is the, an email there for slap bracelets as well. However... Uh, I already know that people that used that email have received high prices for slab bracelets, so between 30 to 35 cents a piece, while uh, Balloon Artist College members that join uh, BAC, basically, when they want slab bracelets, they get it for uh, 20 to 25 cents a piece, bec- according to the amount of slap bracelets that they buy. So if you need any LEDs, you can use that resource, and that will help you. And I hope to meet you next week on the Balloon Artist podcast. Um, check your emails. I sent something really interesting about Guy Sheffer's le- new courses, the Climb Inside course and the balloon, the Balloon Birthday Recipe course. So there's a bundle going on right now for uh, beta testers, and there are limited seats available. So check your emails, there's good stuff there. See you next week, guys.